Welcome to Partner Ops Partner. I'm your host, Aaron Howerton, and this is week six of my new job. Last week, I talked about building foundations. I also published that one pretty early because I was going to an on-site for basically the whole week, and that is what I did. I spent two days on-site, a couple of days of travel. Uh, being with the team and getting to know the organization more deeply had a really, really, really good time. Uh, great on-site, great group of people, genuinely really like this company. This week, coming back from that, I have a little bit more clarity. I had a chance to sit down one-to-one with some people, uh, validate a few ideas and a few concepts, and from here forward, I really feel like this is, I don't know, like a turning point, but I'm, I'm going to be rushing forward in the next several weeks, taking on the key projects that already exist, beginning to work on the project roadmap for next quarter, trying to kind of put my own stamp on things. And this is where the story I want to tell starts to blend with the story that already exists. And if I'm being honest, which I usually am, this is where it gets difficult. Because I'm bringing experience from three prior partnership organizations, which includes Channel and Variety of Partnerships, into a fourth organization. I have a lot of cognitive bias about the way systems and architecture and things should run from those organizations. I've seen enough so far and then also spoken to enough people externally to really feel confident I know what the challenges are. And if you look at the challenges as a company, I would say they're not atypical to the industry. They're common challenges that lots of organizations face around some key ideas just in terms of growth. And so what happens when you grow and then you kind of have to keep up with growth. And so I don't think anything is, oh, what's the word here? Um... Like terribly unique or concerning, right, at the end of the day, and, and I wouldn't talk about that if I did, because that's all proprietary. Um, but as I move into week six, I'm becoming just keenly aware that I'm in a new period of transition. Last week, was a, I talked about building foundations. Before that, it was uh, small wins, onboarding to ownership. So for the past two or three weeks, it has been a little bit more great. I'm, I'm pivoting toward ownership. This week, it really lands. And I don't know if that's just a common thing or if that's just with me personally, but I am focused on that story. I am focused on blending these stories and thinking, great, I came here with some ideas around what I would love to build out, and now I've been testing the waters to see how much of that's going to be valid or how much of that is just wishful thinking in my in my mind. Now I have to blend these stories. I've got to take on these existing projects. I have to start to move those forward and maybe start small pivots in approach and direction that will lead me toward that larger strategic work that I want to do that kind of underpins what I would consider to be an excellent experience. Now, that may be something you want me to talk about. I'm not, I think, quite ready to do that. Now, here's why, okay, is because I feel like I am still learning the company. And I am genuinely looking for, over the next 30 days, for example, I'm going on a listening tour I'm going to be setting up calls with lots of people, uh, 25 to 30 people potentially in the partnership and channel organization to get the one-on-one feedback, go through structured interview process, collect qualitative findings, and figure out, okay, it was what I'm saying, is what I'm selling, 
going to line up with the market that I have for these changes internally, or is there something else that needs more attention? The company is aware, and this is what I have to remember too, is the company is aware that they want an enhanced partner experience. They recognize the value. They've put me in a role to shape that programmatically, not just operationally. And that's uh, kind of a new space for me. And they know that. It's, it's, been, it's not like this is the thing that I'm saying on this podcast that my boss could listen to and be like, whoa, they've seen what I've done around partner experience and what I've written around partner experience in the past. They look at the operational projects and how those do blend into user experiences because that is holistically how I approach systems development. But this is a pivotal week to blend those stories, to take the projects on, to keep what we have moving forward. And I think this is always the challenge for me architecturally, right? I think every company I've worked at, there's been a point when I would love to just put a hard stop on all new projects and just set up the framework that I want to be in place. And then can we start it back up again? Like that's no different here. I would love to be able to come in and do the one major concept that I think is running through my brain that could help. Uh, I'd love to get that in place around that architectural piece that I talk about and I haven't talked about. This is not going to be new for anyone listening. I'd love to get that in place and like run at that hardcore and just put everything else on hold. But that's not how a business works, right? I wasn't hired as a vendor to implement this thing. I was hired to manage the experience and operations. And so I have to find a good way to blend that out. And I think that's going to be my hardest challenge. I know what I'd like to do. And now I have to go find the right stakeholders for buy-in. And yes, that includes my manager, um, but it includes my team. There's a couple of uh, really smart data people on my team that have been working in and out with the data. I started talking to them last week, kind of showing them some of the ideas of what I'd like to, to put in place architecturally. And so now I've started that conversation. Okay, here's the here's here's where I think we need to go, and here's why I think this is important. In your experience working with our data and doing the pieces, do you see the value in this? Is it offering something inherently different than what we have? How would we collaborate to get what we have there? And I have to drive those those visions into that team. Also, it's going to be this listening tour. It's going to be hearing from the PAMs in particular how they're managing their programs, how they're managing their partners how the CRM is or isn't working for them and how the PRM needs to shape up to help them achieve their goals. All of that is going to come back into great blending all of this user feedback into something a little larger. And this is this is what I like. I like qualitative research. I like quantitative research, don't get me wrong, but in my master's program, I did largely qualitative research because I love to hear stories from people. I like to talk to people. I think the lived experience, regardless of the statistical mindset, has something to offer as we as humans consider the world around us. Yes, there's data points, and, and I'm looking into those and following those, and again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to outline the data and highlight the challenges there and blend those into this vision. Um, but really, I think this is when the pressure for me really starts to build toward me wanting to achieve a certain outcome in figuring out how to make that outcome happen at a new organization. Now, admittedly, as I'm reading this book, the first 90 days, I'm going to highlight again, this is a really good book. There is lots of great content, but it is definitely written 
I think for a particular type of audience, um, which is this idea of moving into leadership roles. And, and it's almost written as though you're moving into like specific leadership roles, as opposed to in any role you work in, you can be a leader. The latter is kind of the mindset that I have. I am a senior uh, senior role on the team, so I do have, I think, some of the weight of that and my own experience kind of blending in here. I'm still learning how the company views that. I'm, I'm all over the map, personally. I've, I've been in companies with people who have senior manager title, and that doesn't mean anything at all. I've been in companies who have a senior manager title, and they are running the show. I think there's a lot of it that's character-driven, personality-driven, and cultural. So I'm still getting a sense of what all that means. But this book is really written toward people that are in a very specific type of leadership. But I'm having to adapt some of that mindset to realize, now this is kind of how you would want to move anyway. And, and part of the challenge is that I'm, I'm really frank. I think that when you think about leaders, one of the, uh, literally one of the things that this, this guy write, calls out is, you hear me turn the pages probably to look for this, is that you've got to be accessible but not too familiar. That is not my forte. <laughs> if you have been listening to my podcast or listening to uh, or reading anything that I write like the idea of being that aloof leader and I think you know who I'm talking about that that I, I've noticed that I've always thought to myself like what what is it that they've got that I don't have and it as I get older it dawns on me it's like oh yeah they keep things behind a veil they keep a little bit of themselves back and maybe that's healthy and maybe that's good and maybe that's what allows them to be strategic and trusted with larger projects I don't know I just know that there are times I don't do that well because when I find people that I jive with and that I'm excited to work with, I'm not worried about that. I'm excited about building relationships. I'm excited about accomplishing things together. I'm excited about getting on the same page. So I've always wondered that. Like, what is it in terms of storytelling, in terms of influence gaining? Like, what is it that I don't have that other people my age or, or older or younger who are able to navigate up really well do. Um, also, I don't have that like beeline trajectory in my career path. I've not been like CS rep to CS team lead to CS manager to, uh, to CS regional. Whatever. I, I haven't followed a specific train. I've been all over the map. Partnerships is probably the most dedicated thing that I've been in in terms of like single focused in a specific area of the industry. In my entire career, I've been in and around partnerships the past five years in a variety of roles. Don't get me wrong. I've done enablement. I've done sales enablement. I've done channel operations. Uh, I've worked as a project lead. I've worked in as uh, team trainers, things like this. So, like, it's been all over the map. But this is where I'm finally dedicated. Um, all that to say, the book is great, but I'm still adapting different pieces. And the thing that was already on my mind this week as I started to read Chapter 6 was the idea of telling my story. When people ask about becoming to Samsara, the thing that I think for me resonates the most is that I came to Samsara because they presented a story that I wanted to be a part of. I There's a story that I want to tell with my career and with the work effort that I do day in and day out. And Samsara has that narrative moving already. I get to join that story and I get to tell a story that I think is compelling in a way that I think is compelling. So for me, coming to Samsara is all about that story. And again, this is the week where I'm going to blend that story together with the story that's already here and work on crafting that narrative and adjusting that narrative and getting the pieces of that story, and for me it's architectural, um, into 
the narrative as it's built and begin to shape it toward what I see as, as it could be. Um, we're 12 minutes in. I went a little longer this week, sort of waxing philosophical or poetical about leadership growth and all that kind of stuff. Week six, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, there's somewhere between eight to 20 downloads per episode right now, which is kind of crazy. If you're not listening to me with my friends Jesse and Adam on Little Scratch, I would love it if you could give a listen over there. Go subscribe, give us some feedback. Thanks for coming along. If Again, as always, if you have thoughts about this, if you're interested in more things, if there's things you want me to talk about week over week that I'm not catching on to in terms of this like onboarding and adjusting, please let me know. I'd love to be more specific of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have a great week. And good luck partnering.